up, everybody? We are at episode number two of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Number two. That's a lot of content. We're showing consistency. An episode a week. For two weeks. We are halfway to forming a habit. What is it, 30 days to form a habit? Something like that. Yeah. Nobody fact check me on that. Uh, we got the usual suspects here. Goni still in the kitchen. Yes, Begley blurring out his basement to pretend like he's not there anymore, but we all know. <laughs> uh, uh, boys, first off, I, let me preface this thing by saying we are doing my favorite, what I think my favorite series is, and that's just ranking um, individual positions for PPR. And today we're doing quarterbacks, four-point touchdowns. Um, we're doing these in May. So there's going to be some shakeups. So just keep that in mind. If something happens in June, like just last week, I planted the flag on Chris Olave as being a stud, and then the Saints go out and get Jarvis Landry. That stuff is going to happen. So just keep in mind, if stuff happens, there's still some free agents out there. And these quarterbacks could they could get some weapons, and they could it's get the a little bit more spicier. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Way yeah. early. Way early. All right, so consensus was we we all got Josh Allen at one, and we all got Justin Herbert at two. Begs, why do we have Josh Allen at one? I mean, we have Josh Allen at one because he's the best passer, best running back on his team, man. Just shy of 800 yards the year last year. I mean, the, the man does it all. He leads the league in red zone passing attempts. When he's in the red zone, he's either running in or throwing it in. Uh, what changed in Buffalo, man? I mean, it's, it's everything. All the pieces are still there. Got an AFC, AFC heavyweight here. I'm they all got in Vaughn. on Josh Allen. Yeah, signed Vaughn to a trillion dollars, uh, fifty-seven years, I believe. Yeah, it's a little too long, contract. too much for him, give or take. He won't make it to the end of that deal. Uh, no, nah, I'm sure there'll be some cap space restructuring for that. Uh, yeah. Going, why do we got Justin Herbert at two? Oh, because he's an absolute stud. These two are the only easy ones to place in order as i was doing five thousand yards passing for the man 38 touchdowns uh you know the fourth best offense in the league third most pass attempts uh best red zone efficiency they just re-signed mike williams for you know three years 60 mil 40 guaranteed they're stocked mm-hmm. up they're ready to go Bag. and they go for it on fourth down all the time who doesn't love that in uh fantasy football uh i love it so we're so it, it only took Three quarterbacks for us to split opinions here. And I'm looking at uh, D. Swan up there, who's just disrespecting Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. And we're going we're gonna to put him on trial for it. Explain yourself. I spit right in his face. I've got him at six, man. I've got him taking a little bit of a hit here. I don't think we can underestimate the impact of, of losing Tyreek Hill here, boys. I mean, he takes the top off the defense. You know, he allows Travis Kelsey to work underneath. We've all seen the Sports Center highlight reels, the crossbody throws, scrambling out of the pocket. Who's he going to throw the ball to? You mean, do you guys trust McCole Hardman, Valdez Scantling to make that happen? I mean, Aaron Rodgers slashed Valdez Scantling's tires no less than five times in Green Bay. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't. I just see the offense being a little bit different. I see them relying on the run game a little more. I think their defense got a lot worse in the offseason. Tyron Matthew was the soul of that defense. Gone. I think Chiefs managed the clock a little bit here, boys. I think they tried to uh, mitigate some of the damage in the, the division they're in. 
you know, I don't know if they can score with the Chargers. I'm going to come out and say it. Man. I, I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's he's he can throw it in the most awkward positions. He doesn't even have to be looking. And I I feel like I feel like I could line up and run a route and close my eyes, and Patrick Mahomes will just beam that ball right into my arms. I I feel like I feel like Nicole Hardman and MBS and Juju and Travis Kelsey. They're they're not. They're by no means schlubs, and then you put somebody like Pat Mahomes tossing the ball. He's he's gonna get him the rock, and he's gonna get points. I mean, I agree. There, for it happened very quickly. They went from the easy top dog in their division to we don't know they could finish last Loaded. in that in that division. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so I, I just, Pat Mahomes, man. Plus, I'm taking your. Uh... Your your point about the defense getting worse. Personally, for me, I I love when my quarterback's defense is not very good. Man, it just means to me they're going to have to throw the ball more, especially when they're in a division loaded with quarterback talent with Herbert Wilson and Carr. It's going to be plenty of shootouts to come. You want guys to put up points against you know whoever's quarterback team you have. Um, they brought in you know Juju and Marquez Valdez Scantling, but a little stat. About Tyreek and how Mahomes does without him. He's got a 103 rating, 1,700 plus yards, eight touchdowns, and one pick over five games. So I don't think he's going to mm. be hurting too much. And you've got the mastermind, Andy Reid, running the show there. So I think he just keeps on moving and, and we'll be good. Uh, I, you know, you're probably right. But, but, you know, look, the Chiefs showed their hand. They drafted Sky Moore. Uh, this year, I mean, does that indicate they're happy with their weapons? I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is not a bad signing. Totally different player than uh, Tyreek. Plays within the sticks, more more like Travis Kelsey. I mean, we'll see. Uh, Tyreek was such a weapon. De- defenses had a game plan for him week in, week out. I agree. I agree. It could. Uh, time will tell. I mean, I guess six isn't disrespectful. But, I mean, I, I, I look forward to seeing who you put in front of them. As we'll segue see. to who you put in front of him, the GOAT, Tom Brady, which I actually have ranked further down than you all. Um, wow. You got him at five. Goni, you got him at four. Yeah. I I really don't don't have a lot of explaining to do for Tom Brady. I mean, I, I'm not going to make the father time argument that time doesn't affect him. He's the Keanu Reeves of the NFL. He's the – uh, he just he doesn't he doesn't age. He's going out on his own terms. He's going out on top of his game. The only issue, the only reason I'm reeling back on him is again this is happening in May, and as of this recording, Gronk is not back. That is a serious weapon, not only in the second level elite pass catcher, but he is an elite pass blocker as well. That's huge. His weapons, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, his and Russell Gage is a three, so we'll just focus on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin here. When was the last time they played a full season? And we saw no. whenever A.B., Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans all went down at the same time, Tom Brady struggled. And I feel like it's just going to happen again. I mean, it's, it's happened every single year for them, and it's going to happen again. And – we have to make these rankings under the impression that Gronk 
isn't on the roster because he currently isn't. So I feel like he's going to drop a little bit. Um, and, and it's TB12. I mean, if he if if you could tell me that Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are going to be healthy all year, I'd put him at three without even thinking about it. But I they've never had a fully healthy year, and I don't think they will again. You can only depend on Scotty Miller so much. I mean, that's my opinion on it. Donnie, what do you think? I think you won't have to depend on Scotty Miller this year. Uh, Brady threw for 5,300-plus yards last year, 43 touchdowns. That was good for the most in the league uh, in passing yards and touchdowns. They throw it more than anyone else down in uh, Tampa Bay. They had the third-best red zone percentage. Uh, They bring in Russell Gage. Uh, You can't really necessarily – say he's a replacement for AB as far as talent goes, but I think he's still a pretty good wide receiver. I think he's going to be just fine. Brady really just needs bodies on the field. I think it's an easy lockup for another 5,000 yards and 40-plus touchdowns. But another thing for Brady, he signed this broadcast deal. He's probably (laughs) on his way out pretty soon, and he's greedy, man. He wants all the rings. He wants all the records. He needs 5,480 yards this year to make 90,000 yards for his career, making it untouchable. He just wants to put the records in the rings at an untouchable level that'll never be gotten to again. And what's funny about that is that 5480 that he would need breaks Peyton Manning's single season record of 5477. So he's chips all in. He's he's going for it and I think he'll get it. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, goats eat everything, buddy. I mean, if, you know, fun <laughs> fact uh, you know, Chris Godwin has more fantasy points per game with Tom Brady than Mike Evans does. You can't, you know, Godwin for a full year makes Brady an absolute lethal weapon. Yeah. And is Todd Bowles coming in and telling Brady to throw the ball less? No way. Mm-mm. You, you never tell the goat of tossing pigskins to toss the pigskin a skosh less. You just, <laughs> you don't hey, do I it. hope y'all are right. I mean, I, I would love to see another ring on his finger personally, as long as that Buccaneers logo is on it. Now that that dolphin scare is over. Anyways, uh, moving on the consensus. Number five, Jalen hurts. I, my ranking popped him up a little bit more. I had him at four, uh, Begley at seven, Goni at six. I feel like he's just going to be running more. He rushed for almost 800 yards, not quite, um, last year, and I feel like he's going to do that again. He's got the number one offensive line. He's got a weapon, finally, on offense in A.J. Brown. I mean, I'm so on you, Burgundy. you, you got I mean, <laughs> to respect that a little bit. I mean, obviously defenses don't respect Jalen Hurts' arms, and I don't blame them. But, I mean, he is an NFL quarterback. He's got a little bit of talent to him on and tossing the rock. And I just feel like adding A.J. Brown can keep him a little bit honest. But at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, you can't trust his arm, but you can trust his legs. And he's going to use them. I feel like he can rush for what he did uh, last year again. And he finished a top ten quarterback last year. I feel like with adding A.J. Brown, he can get a few more points through the air because that offense was terrible. I feel like drives are extended a little bit more with uh, A.J. Brown on the roster. And, again, it's a number one O-line. That's nothing to be sniffed at when you're a scrambling, rushing quarterback. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I had him uh, ranked as the number six guy for me. He was he got to the QB nine last year off the back of thirty one hundred yards passing, sixteen touchdowns and nine picks. I don't know many guys that can throw sixteen touchdowns and break the top ten. He did run for just under eight hundred yards. I think touchdowns come down a little bit from ten, maybe to about six or so. I think the rushing stays. But if you bring the sixteen touchdowns up to twenty five, which is very doable, uh, you know they traded for AJ Brown. Devonta Smith is in his second year, uh, and and Jalen Hurts is going into his second full season as a quarterback after playing only four games his rookie year. I really do think that he can rise up in the rankings and have a way better year than he did last year. You know, this is, this is, I have him at seven. I mean, which again, it's still at seven, but this is kind of a gut check for me. I mean, he led the league in rushing attempts from the quarterback position last year at 140. They, that has to tailor, man. I mean, it has to tailor back. And I, I would love to know actually what fraction of that is off broken plays. I mean, third worst completion percentage. I think he throws the ball a little more with A.J. Brown this year. Uh, You don't pay him the money, not work him in the offense. I think Devonta Smith and Goddard still get their targets. It's We're playing on his legs here, boys. You know, that's just what it is. There's also, though, just one more little thing about it. They were dead last in pass attempts last year. The Eagles' offense was. There's nowhere to go but up. And like you said, they they brought in AJ Brown, so they're gonna pay him that money. They're gonna use him. The, the pass attempts are gonna go up. I they are, I, and I think it hurts his his fantasy stock. I want him throwing the ball less and running the ball more, not the other way around. Fair enough. I, I think I think it extends drives a little bit more. I think his rushing can stay the same, and his passing can go up. He's not exactly in a stout division so i feel like a crap offense can still succeed where he's at especially from a fantasy standpoint no nobody here is arguing that jalen hurts is a um, legitimate nfl quarterback but for fantasy purposes he legit he's all right number six consensus number six mr shysty himself joe burrow burr I've got him a lot further back than you all do. Um, I've got him at nine, Beggs at four, uh, Goni at five. I've got him at nine for a pretty simple reason. I feel like he's got he's coming into essentially the same situation he was at last year with a, a slightly improved offensive line. Um, he's got uh, he's got weapons. I mean, he's got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and he lost C.J. Uzoma, but. Uh, we're not crying over that spilled milk. I just uh, – so correct me if I'm wrong here, Goni. He finished around five last year. Seventh. Seventh. QB seven. Yep. QB seven. Um, And I don't know if you all remember or not, but week 16 or is when he played the Ravens and the Chiefs, I believe it was week 16 and 17, back-to-back. Yep. That man was not hero. human. He put on his like Mike cleats and went nuts. I mean, he he threw for almost 1,000 yards in two games, seven tutties, and that absolutely buoyed his total up to just be the number seven quarterback. Now, the rest of the year, he was in the 20-25 area, which is a great quarterback. I mean, it's a very dependable quarterback that you're happy with at the end of the year. 
I just feel like he's going to actually be that all year and not going to have those two 40-plus point games uh, to buoy his overall up to six or seven, and he's just going to stay pat at the nine, in my opinion. Man, I'm on the – I'm going to plant my flag saying Joe Burrow is an MVP finalist this year, and I would uh, even consider a dunk bet on Mm. that. Uh, I feel that strongly about it, man. Do I get the field? Nah. Uh, if if you get the field, if if you get the field, you always got to take the bet. So if you're taking Joey B as MVP and I get the field, I'll take it. I I said I said finalist. I said finalist. I mean, this guy threw for 4,600 yards last year, six most in the league. They had three key free agent signings: Leo Collins from my beloved Cowboys. Um, we won't question his character, but his pass blocking <laughs> is superb. <laughs> Uh, we got Alex Kaplan and uh, Ted Carson. I mean, you're talking about three, what would you say, pro bowlers uh, there on the offensive line? Don't you care to fact check me on that? Oh, they're, uh, they're upgrades regardless of what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know pro Huge. bowlers, but definite, up, definite upgrades. <laughs> uh, you know, he led the league in sacks last year at 51. I mean, I, look, there's a absolute precedent. It's hard to throw the ball when you have a defensive end ripping your face off. And it's just, you know. Can't do it. I mean, 70% completion percentage. While he's getting his face ripped off, he is completing 70% of his passes, which led the league, gentlemen. You give this man more time, you're telling me better things can't happen. That's key. Um, another quick stat for you, actually. Um, I'm a big fan of a stat called completed air yards. Uh, strong correlation to fantasy success and predicting future success at the quarterback spot, which essentially indicates you throw the ball downfield, and it's caught, you're going to have a better fantasy year. Pretty self-explanatory. Joe Burrow came in at eight last year at the highest sack percentage rate. You're telling me if he gets 15 20% more time to let his routes develop downfield, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, not going to eat, Wayne? Uh, that's that's a great stat. I just feel like you should have had some Coke bottle glasses on with some tape wrapped around the middle <laughs> adjusting them while you were telling me that. But I was, That's a great point. <laughs> I was furiously punching my calculator the whole time I was talking over here. But I, I'm sure it was a calculator watch <laughs> at that, too. You know, I, I'm going to say one negative uh, to Joe Burrow was only 54 red zone attempts last year uh, through the air. Uh, definitely capped his, uh, his fantasy success. But I think that improves as he matures in the league. Uh, same with Chase and T. Higgins. So I'm all aboard the, the Joe train. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to add to you on that. You had him at four. I had him at five. Um, those red zone attempts were good for 20th in the league, and they had the 17th best red zone percentage. This is, you know, Joe Burrow's first year after a catastrophic knee injury, still running for his life, chucking it, doing everything he can. Uh, they make it to the Super Bowl. Going back to 1970, there's only been 55 times where a quarterback was sacked 50-plus times in a year and made the playoffs. Out of those 15 that made the playoffs, only 11 advanced one round into the playoffs. Out of those 11, only four made the conference game. And last year's Bengals were the only team to make it to the Super Bowl with the quarterback that had been sacked more than 50 times in a year. This guy is good. He's going to be protected. He's got weapons for the future. He's phenomenal. He can easily break 5,000 yards and I think 40 touchdowns as well, which I think will shoot him up into the top five range, and that's why I've got him there. Go, Gunny, let me ask you, is he the quarterback with the highest ceiling 
this year? Highest ceiling? No. For me, I would say the quarterback with the highest ceiling really would would be Jalen Hurts, to be honest with you. Just wow. because of the rushing ability. If you if Jalen Hurts explodes and goes for four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns and puts up, I don't know, eight hundred more yards on the ground, he's a QB one easy. If if we're I don't talking know about if that's gonna happen. If we're talking about six points per touchdown, Joe Burrow's ceiling soars. But, oh, absolutely. But we're, not. we're a typical four point per tutty. And it just, you're looking for the rushing tutties. You're looking for the rushing yards. That's what's going to buoy. That's that's why Josh Allen was our consensus number one, because that man does it with his legs and his arm. I mean, that, for me, rushing in a four-point touchdown format is king. Segue to our consensus number seven, that Goney disrespected. Lamar Jackson, you got him outside the top 10. Me and Begley both have him in our top five. You have him outside the top 10. I want to hear why. Yeah, highly unpopular opinion. I know people love to throw him in the top five. He's a, he's a phenomenal athlete. Great with the legs. Can't ever take anything away from him like that. Um, it's just, man, he doesn't have anyone to throw to. They traded away Hollywood Brown. Rashad Bateman's their number one this year. They've got other pieces like Devin Duvernay and James Proche, uh, <laughs> is anyone going to have them in fantasy leagues? Probably not, unless that's your last pick of the draft. Um, he finished as the QB 15 last year. He threw for 2,800 yards, 16 touchdowns, had 13 picks. He had 767 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. I think the touchdowns comes back up. Uh, but, I mean, he just has no one to throw to. And, and really, I, I think the Ravens traded away Hollywood because I don't think they want to supply him with weapons this year in a, a low-key effort to minimize his upcoming contract, man. You, you, how successful can the man be is all I'm trying to say. Conspiracy. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, it's a take, right? <laughs> Gunny, let me give you a counterpoint. Send it. If the Ravens don't want to pay this man, a league MVP, by the way, why would they not run the ball until his legs fall off of his body? They're going to have to this year. Does that not correlate to fantasy success? That man is going to run so much, he gets hurt this year. He's going to miss games. Okay. I promise. Okay. All right. So it's an injury play for you here at 11. Uh, yeah, that as well as the uh, – I mean, dude – Mark Andrews can only do so much. Rashad Bateman, I, I liked him last year as a rookie wide receiver. I thought he put up yeah. a few good games, but it's it's a big ask to have a, a sophomore receiver go for a thousand or eleven hundred yards and mm-hmm. x number of touchdowns. Really, they're they're playing to win, obviously. So I think they just run the ball, burn the clock, and use solid defense to navigate their way through this season. Yeah, I yeah. I, I I like Lamar this year for the plain and simple fact that he doesn't have weapons. The only weapons he has are what he walks on every day, um, and he's going to use them. He's I, I, and that I'm talking from a receiver perspective. I mean, obviously Mark Andrews um, is a huge uh, red zone threat, but the Ravens used 12 different offensive linemen last year, and it was terrible. Lamar Jackson was sacked 38 times. 
and that offensive line gave up a total of 57 sacks. They're finally healthy again, and they're investing in their offensive line using a first-round pick for a center. So the fact that it's, that it's healthy and they're investing in making it better means that Lamar can do more rushing because, again, that's all he's got. I think he's just – and we just talked about it. Rushing is king when it comes to quarterbacks' fantasy value. I feel like that's his only option. He's just going to rush the piss out of it. The offensive line is healthy. They invested in the offensive line in the draft, high draft capital, that from a rushing perspective, they only get better. So that's why I have him at at five. Begley has him at at three, um, which is a little too high for my blood. But I think anybody that's going to run the ball as much as he's going to be forced to run the ball um, is a top five lock, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to instill a lot of Goni's thunder here. I, you know, I applied the same logic that he did to Jalen Hurts to Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, I, I think he was right. You know, the Ravens did show their hand, and I think it leads to a lot of rushing attempts, a lot of rushing yards, a lot of rushing touchdowns for Lamar this year. Run the ball, play good D. They signed Mike Davis to free agency. They did not go get a wide receiver. Draft or free agency. <laughs> I, hey, man. I, hey, I traded Mike for Mike Davis. Davis. I, I love Mike Davis. Uh, you know, he's the best receiving back in Baltimore. You heard it here first, for whatever that matters. They don't check it down a lot, but he's the best yeah, receiving Lam- back. Yeah, Lamar got. doesn't love to throw to the running backs. No, no. I mean, he's an unrestricted free agent, man. He he's going to run the ball. They have nothing to lose. Nothing My thing lose. for that though, man, is Lamar historically. I mean, this is his fifth year in the league. He historically has struggled to throw for over 3,000 yards. He's only done it once. It was his MVP season where he threw for 3,100 yards, 36 touchdowns, and six picks. There, you can't tell me there's a world where that man approaches 30 touchdowns this year. Is there? You can't. There's no way. Come on. No. That would make <sighs> Devin Duvernay and James Proche fantasy relevant, and I know neither of you gentlemen are will be rushing to the waivers and spending any fab on either of those guys. Hey, I, it really just depends how high you are on Mark Andrews. How many touchdowns does he get this year? I mean, even in best-case scenario, what, 13 is like a phenomenal year for a tight end? 13, 14? Where do you spread out the other ones? You know, Gunny Luke, man, I mean – Greg Roman's been the OC there, I, I think, actually since Lamar was drafted, if not very shortly thereafter. He finds creative ways to get the ball in his hands, man. I mean, it's not like they've had a plethora of receiver talent the last half a decade. That's but, fair. But they are a very serviceable offense. I mean, look, he's going to have opportunities, man. It, it, as long as he stays healthy and he avoids contact, man, he's, he's, a, he's probably the best – uh, definitely the best quarterback. I put him top five running backs at avoiding the big hits, man. He's slippery. Hard to tackle. Yeah, he's shown. <laughs> yes. Uh, number eight, we got Kyler Murray. Um, Goni and I are pretty close. I'm at, I have him at six. Um, if you're seeing a trend with me, I love rushing quarterbacks. Uh, Goni has him at eight. And Begley, number 12 for the man. Uh, yeah, I, you know, what's going on in Arizona, man? You got the suspension from Hopkins. Uh, you know, Murray is unhappy in Arizona. Uh, they've actually put the extensions on hold 
He's got two more years left on his rookie deal. I don't love quarterbacks who don't want to play for the team that they're stuck with. Um, you know, he had an ankle injury last year, causing him to miss some games. He, he, he's little. Um, I don't love what they've done uh, offensively in terms of free agent signings. I, the Hollywood Browns seemed a little redundant to me with Rondell Moore. Um, there, I think they play a very similar position. Hollywood's probably more on the outside than, than Rondell is, but um, you know, they don't throw the ball downfield, man. This is a short passing offense. Um, you know, he's one of the worst in the league, actually, at uh, completed air yards uh, down at 13. I just don't see a lot of opportunity here, man. Does this offense get any better than what it was last year? I don't, I don't see it. Is that considered worst in the league that you're in the top half? One of the worst in the league. Well, <laughs> Relatively speaking, because I not mean, the top uh, twelve. Well, I mean, you know, he had Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, I, man, I, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see the the big play potential there. Uh, obviously, he's going to get his carries, but coming off the injury, players are usually a little bit more gun shy about taking the hits. Yeah, but I, you look at Kyler before pre D hop. Mm-hmm. That man, if it was in five yards, he was running it. And I think it's going to be that again. Um, I don't think James Conner gets 100% of those. Um, I think I think he reverts back to that. And he's only missing D-hop, which considering I get it, it's, it's still a long time, but it's a third of the season. Um, I think he's going to be fine. He's, he's got Rondell Moore. He's got Hollywood. They're giving – yeah, he doesn't want to play for him, but they're giving him pieces to, I feel like, uh, they're extending an olive branch with Hollywood. Um, I feel like he's going to rush more at the goal line. I feel like he. Is, I feel like he is going to throw the ball more to his boy Hollywood. Oh. They're putting the weapons around him for it. And as after week six, D Hop will be back. And I mean, he is. And I don't want to go back on what I said. This is happening. Like we we're speaking on what is currently happening now. D Hop will not be playing for six games, is the assumption we're going under. But that's only a third of the season, and I feel like the last half of it, he'll be fine. We can't forget Zach Ertz is old, but he's he's still got hands. I feel like he's not completely weaponless, and he's still going to use his legs. That's why I have him. Uh, that's why I have him so high. He's not top five for me, but he's right there. Yeah, I thought Zach Ertz actually came in and did a pretty good job when they mm-hmm. uh, acquired him last year. I mean, Kyler Murray, he missed three games last year, really a fourth, most of a fourth game. He got uh, hurt in the Green Bay game before he went out for those three weeks. But, I mean, he finished at the the QB 10, and he had 3,700 yards and only 24 touchdowns. I feel like that can easily be improved upon. Um, they have Hollywood to replace D-Hop in the meantime, and then they'll be back at their – full complement of weapons. They lost Christian Kirk to the Jaguars, but begs to kind of go on the opposite end of the spectrum of what you were saying. Um, He's playing for a contract extension. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder and he he wants to prove it to the organization that he deserves this money that he's hoping to be paid. He wants Deshaun Watson money plus, and I think he's on a vendetta to get it. So I think he comes out and does pretty well this year. You know, he's got two years left on his deal. What else does he have to do to the organization to prove his to prove his value? Uh, I mean, it's it's just they're talking about dollars here, man, dollars and cents. And 
the bar is set so high because of Cleveland giving all this guaranteed money. So now you, if you're a quarterback in the league, you're, you're looking around at, you know, your agent and the owner of your franchise and you're saying, Hey man, this guy didn't even play last year. Uh, and he's making $40 million a year. It's all guaranteed. I want more than that guy. So it puts in that number is $40 million. That's a lot of money. We There's cap space, you know, obviously troubles that all the teams in the league have to face. It's just a lot to have to commit to a guy, and he wants his piece of the pie. It goes Watson at 40. It goes Josh Allen at 43, Mahomes at 45, and then Aaron Rodgers at 50 million a year. So he's going to want to slot in somewhere in between that, I'd have to think. Well, I mean, they're going to right, and uh, to me, I think he's worth it. Uh, personally, why why drag your feet and paying the man? Pay him what he's worth, man. Pay him don't what he's worth. Me. That's you know, why you I mean, have some of these bad franchises, man. The, you don't you don't lock up a quarterback is so hard to find, and you need to lock him down while you got him. They definitely haven't killed free agency by any means. The cards have been very iffy in free agency. Been very iffy, man. I mean, this to me screams a holdout, man. I mean, it really does. It's toxic in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Number nine, which was actually eight and nine were a tie. You know, the median was 8.6. Uh, looks like we nailed it for the eight and nine. So we'll do. Do we want to call Matt Stafford the nine? We'll call him T eight. Matt Stafford. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Matt Stafford. Has a nice ring to it. Um, I have him at 10. Begs at 9. Gone has him all the way up at 7. I do. What you got him up there for, man? I do. Uh, I mean, he's coming into the second year of McVay's system. They're, they're trying to run it back off the backs of a Super Bowl. They had the ninth best offense last year. The man almost put up 5,000 yards, had 41 touchdowns third most red zone attempts with the fourth best efficiency down there. They still have Cooper cup who last time I checked is really, really good. They brought in Allen Robinson to catch passes, do what he does. And this is by far (laughs) the best quarterback that Allen Robinson has ever had in his career. And last I checked also, Odo, Odo Beckham is most likely to return to the Rams. That's that's the news around the league right now for him. You know, and as really of new. right now, there ain't no OBJ on the Rams. So I just yeah. – I, I, what did he finish like? With all those accolades and all those numbers you yep. threw out, what did he finish last year? He finished as the QB5, so I even have him coming down two spots. I have him coming down several spots. I don't think he's going to do – I think he's going to do very well. Um, I don't think he's going to do as well. I mean, the season that Cooper Cup had was absolutely phenomenal. I don't think he does that again. Um, I think he's a top wide receiver again. That's nothing against Cooper Cup. I just don't think he does what he did again. I feel like his division is down this year, and they're not going to throw it as much. Um, and that's why I, and it goes without saying with this whole list, we're talking about starting quarterbacks on every fantasy team. So it's not, we're, I'm not saying he's not going to be good. I just don't see him finishing much higher than a back at back towards uh, he's a T dash eight. Yes. I'm comfortable <laughs> with him there. 
Yeah, and I just I don't think he's going to repeat what he did solely because I feel like the Rams are so good that they're going to rely more on rushing and and clock regression more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree, Wayne. Clear regression candidate with Acres healthy. I think they run the ball a little more than they did last year. They don't have to rely on his arm as much. Still love Stafford though. Yeah. Do you absolutely. think Cam Akers is a flaming turd like he was in the playoffs? Or do you think this Achilles injury is he just came back a little early and maybe he'll have more time to have healed up and he'll we'll see a better showing out of him this year? I'm not sold on Cam Akers. No no running back has ever had an Achilles injury and posted a thousand yard season after. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen. happen. It doesn't happen. It's the worst injury you can have as running back. It's scary. Yeah. It's almost a blessing now that if uh something happens with your leg you hope it's an acl right for for Crazy. some for some reason his achilles tear affected his ability to hold on to the ball i don't know his, <laughs> his achilles is like attached <laughs> to his hands somehow like somebody messed that up um, hey man, crutches crutches are shaped differently than football so he was holding those for a long while yeah <laughs> he's, he's got he's got absolutely chafed pits <laughs> number 10 Russell Wilson, um, I, I have a confession to make to everybody listening. Goni said that when we when we discussed what we were going to do, the content, all this, you know, we kind of laid out our episodes and all that. Again, loads of content coming. Make sure to follow. Um, Goni just right out, just right off the bat, we were kind of talking about quarterbacks, and he was like Russell Wilson, twelve. He's he's and me and Goni absolutely flamed this man. Russell Wilson, not your top ten. And we were we were ready to drive to his house and just absolutely just put him in headlocks and jump him over it. Yeah. I got roasted, Mad Mob. Got he, roasted for he it. He got he got roasted and the rankings came out, boys. We did our research. I've got Russell Wilson at eleven. Begley's got him at ten. And Goni's got him at nine. <laughs> so Goni's got him higher than all of us. Uh, <laughs> so I get I, I say that to issue a public apology to Goni. Oh, man. Never been yeah, done before. It'll never yeah. happen again. Uh, I gotta yeah, apologize. No, never will happen that. again. It like I said, man, after after Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, just every quarterback on here, I had second thoughts about where they were, tweaked it a lot, moved guys around, had the little variables. And for Russell Wilson, I mean, the range that I thought him in, uh, I just kind of eyeballed it when I was talking about it earlier. But as I looked into it more, he was the QB 16 last year, threw for over 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns. He's going to a Broncos team that is 24th in pass attempts, and they were 14th in rushing attempts. They're, They're more of a run first team. He gets Jerry Judy, he gets Cortland Sutton, he gets Tim Patrick and K.J. Hamler. And, I mean, he's going to play in a loaded division. We, we said this about Herbert and Mahomes. There's going to be shootouts coming. It's going to be exciting football. It's going to be great to watch. And I, a easy top 10 quarterback for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I just I, – and you can definitely tell by my rankings that I'm just – I'm very rush-heavy. But as far as just pure passers go, um, he's one of my top ones. And like like I said, this this whole ranking would look a little bit different with a six point touchdown. Um, 
points, yeah. but uh, it just, it, it, I just, the Broncos I, I've got last night and Nathaniel. <laughs> Good day, Mike. What are you? <laughs> this man's out here like Sorry, in dude. an Outback Steakhouse getting a DoorDash order or something. I'm I not know, right? That, that out, that's staying. Are you good, yeah, man? Do we have right, your attention, right, Begley? Can the mad can the mad mob can the mad I'm mob focused. have some attention? I'm focused. Yeah. There was that an good? ad, we, man. There was an ad. Can we rank our guys here? Yeah, listen, watch more videos, and I can buy ad-free content on the internet. Okay. Oh Until God. then, we're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, basements and ads. That's what you get from from Begley up there. So Russell Wilson, we got him at ten. Um, I, I mean, I I agree with everything you said. I mean, they 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 rush the ball a lot. I feel like Russell Wilson, he's playing behind the best offensive line he's ever played behind, and that's not saying much because the the Broncos are very middle of the pack. But when you go from back of the pack to middle of the pack, he's probably going to feel like he can just eat a five course meal in the pocket. So I feel like he's going to be very successful when he passes it. Um, and that's why he pushes up a little bit, but I don't, he wasn't the same after his finger issue last yeah. year. So I don't think he's going to be back to his old self, but I feel like he's, he's going to be very successful in Denver. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a similar offense to Seattle. I think we know what, what, what to expect out of him. He's a guy in redraft leagues. If I can steal him very late, that's going to be the quarterback I'm targeting. Yeah. So, so at the eleven. We've got Aaron Rodgers. We've all got you know pretty similar spots here, and I, I and I'm just going to give the most um, basic, uninformative reason as to why I have him there, and it's simply because he is discount double check Rodgers. Rodgers. He's got no weapons. His offensive line is mediocre at best. The team sucks as a whole. The Green Bay Packers don't even have a team owner. I mean, I just, I, I it's everyone. I Everyone's the owner. I, there's just, there's no reason that the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers should be on this list, other than the fact that it's Aaron Rodgers, and that's that's all I got for it. I mean, you got to trust Aaron Rodgers. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a stud. He's gonna find people. He's he loves his boy Randall Cobb, who I get it is. Old, slow, but it's his boy. And he's accurate. I mean, he's going to put the ball in his receiver's hands regardless of who his receivers are. Um, so I just I, I trust in Aaron Rodgers to do what Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, I, I just, who does he throw the ball to here, man? I mean, obviously it's Rodgers. Uh, I guess more so who catches the ball that <laughs> has been thrown to him. I mean, obviously we know A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones are going to eat. Uh, but I expect this to be more of a run-first offense, uh, playoff-to-play action game. Just don't see be. it here going. Yeah, I just don't see top 10 production here going, do you? Uh, I, I had him ranked at 10. It was the highest out of all of us. He was the QB6 last year, so we obviously all have him taken a little step back. He did lose his major weapon in Devontae Adams in the offseason. But, um, I mean, hey, Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobbs. <laughs> drafted Christian Watson. Doesn't that scream some happiness right there? Um, I mean, he's he like like Wayne said, he's still Aaron Rodgers. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's hard for me to ever bet against Aaron Rodgers. And usually, if I'm in season and I'm betting on a game against the Green Bay Packers, I usually end up disappointed. 
Um, I think he still does what he does. He's going to be fine. They're about middle of the pack in pass attempts. I really don't think that they run the ball more. And I think that the lack of wide receiver weapons will actually send Aaron Jones on his career high for receptions this year. Uh, that's just what I think. I think he'll have about have 55, to, yeah. maybe 60 receptions out of the backfield this year. I don't think that's too outlandish. It's just Aaron Rodgers, trust him, and I think that's what we see. Yeah, I mean, Devontae's leaving a lot of targets behind. And there's never been a rookie wide receiver under Aaron Rodgers who's caught more than 38 balls in a year, and only five have caught over 12. Watson's not the answer. Amari Rodgers was hardly on the roster last year. I agree with you. Yeah, that's a that's a good point about Aaron Jones. I feel like you know, I've, it, it's hard to earn Aaron Rodgers' trust, and Jones has it. So I feel like he's he won't have a choice other than to slot into a receiver for him. So yeah, our last spot, twelve. Um, we've got Dak Prescott, who. Mm-hmm. I have ranked the highest by a long shot. Uh, Beggs has him at 13. Anti-homer pick. I like it. Uh, Gone at 12. I have him in the top 10 at 8. Listen, boys. He played a little bit better last year. He was a top 10 quarterback last year. Goney? Quarterback 8. QB 8. And it was the first year that he had a mostly healthy offensive line aside from Tyron Smith, who is a huge piece to miss. Now he's healthy. They lost Collins, but they got Terrence Steele, who is a great fill-in for that. So their offensive line is getting better. So I think Dak Prescott stays on par with what he did last year. That's as simple as that. I don't think he does any better, and I don't think he does any worse. I think he's a a fringe top ten quarterback for you again this year. Uh, Goni, I'm gonna take this one. Yes, sir. As a uh, as the resident America's team fan here, man. Oh, I hate it when you say that. Well, it's not my team. It's not my team. Well, you guys are the outliers. America's team. Anyway, so look, man, he Dak Prescott, sixty-eight point eight percent completion percentage last year, third in the league. He's accurate. I don't know who gets open for him this year. CeeDee Lamb's getting cornerback one. Uh, uh, Mari always took the best corner last year. He usually got shut down. CeeDee Lamb now gets that. I, I don't know that I trust Kellen Moore to be creative enough to move him around. I'm sure he'll play in the slot a little. I think that's his natural position, but he's gonna have to play outside. Um I'm a little worried about the offensive line. Tyron Smith's back, but, I mean, his back is an absolute shambles. It's, it's held together by Elmer's and paper mache, man. I mean, this guy can't make it through <laughs> yeah. a full year. Uh, to me, the Cowboys are pivoting to a to a team built around its defense, Michael Parsons. Um, you can tell by the way we drafted um, and our lack of free agent signings. We're not investing in the offense. Uh, I'm a little concerned as a Cowboys fan. I just don't see Dak getting there. I don't see this being a high-powered offense this year. I just that's fair. I, I don't see Tyron Smith getting hurt again, just because he's. Uh, I think he holds the record for most braces on a human body, but he'll he'll manage it. I'm sure. Going. 
I mean, uh, you can never really predict injury. You can do all your research in fantasy football and make all the great picks, but injuries are just one of those things that kind of pop up. Uh, for Dak, I mean, I see him as a top 12 quarterback. Have him sliding back from the QB8 last year. I think he's still really good. They had the best offense last year. They had the six most pass, pass attempts last year. They were efficient in the red zone. They were top five there. Um, they had the weakest schedule, weakest strength of schedule in the league. America's team, man, the weakest. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just some cons, though, on that side of it. You traded away Amari Cooper, like you said. Um, CD Lamb is – we're going to find out right now. Is this going to be the breakout year for CD Lamb? Is he going to become what he's supposed to become, what they drafted him to be? Um, they drafted Jalen Tolbert. So, I mean, you have a rookie. He's probably going to fill in in the meantime while Gallup's gone, right? Is that anything, mm-hmm. Biggs? He's going to have to. We don't have anybody else, man. So he's going to be thrust right into the spotlight. That might hurt Dak a little bit. And really, I think they might look to lean on the run a little more in 2022. They ranked 12th in the league last year in rush attempts. And I think getting a healthy Zeke back, getting Pollard back, uh, I just think that they look to burn some clock a little more, use rushing attempts um, in the run game to kind of make it easier for Dak. I just I have him sliding down from last year, but I, I still think he's a top 12. Mm, yeah, I mean, I mean, Zeke, highest paid running back in the NFL. You got to use him, right? Got to. Got to use him, man. Oh, God, gross. Really, and, and I mean <laughs> – they the Cowboys did draft in the first round a another offensive lineman. So I mean, uh, uh, you don't draft an offensive lineman and and don't plan on running the ball. Yeah, I mean, man, we're it's just a horrible, horrible salary cap spot in Dallas right now. It, it's it's gross. This is a five hundred team, boys. Shout out Jerry Jones. So that rounds out our top twelve. Now we all got a little. Well, dark horse action, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the floor um, to them uh, now. So we're we're hitting about the 50 minute mark. We we plan on taking some Q and some questions from you all. So make sure we'd like to fill in the last part of our episodes, um, answering your all's questions, giving you some advice on on fantasy trade. So make sure uh, you can either email us again at madffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter at madffpodcast. Um, and we will uh, hopefully get to, we'll at least pick the most popular ones if we have too many um, and, and hopefully help you out with, with any trades or waiver wire pickups or anything like that. Um, and we're here pre-draft. You got us pre-draft for I mean, hopefully you're not in one of those weird leagues where you draft uh, before the preseason or in the middle of it because that's just – you need to send your commissioner our way if that's happening. <laughs> it could be league. fun for a dynasty. I could see it for a dynasty possibly. But yeah, maybe, yeah for rookies. No uh, if, it's a, if it's a dynasty rookie draft, that's fair. Yeah, redraft, no. Goni can never no let me have anything. Mute your mic, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to round this out because we don't have any questions or anything yet. Um, we are go- Oh, YouTube. I forgot about YouTube. We are on YouTube as well. Mad Fantasy Football Podcast on YouTube. And we're going to be posting the videos. So feel free to comment down there for questions as well. Um, 
So instead of rounding it out with questions, because we have none today, let, let me hear your all's dark horses. Let me hear guys that people can sneak late and possibly find a nice shiny diamond in the rough. Johnny, go ahead, man. Uh, well, for me, I'm going to go ahead and take Trey Lance. Uh, the man, you know, he's going to start this year, I think, regardless of Jimmy's there. It's um, you have to, you have to. They gave up a ton of draft capital to get him. You can't let him ride the bench for two years. You just absolutely can't. He's a great athlete. He's capable of putting up great numbers with his legs. Shanahan's a great coach. He'll make things work out. Um, Debo's waiting on a lucrative extension still, but I think that they're going to get a deal done. I think Debo is there this season in uniform. We'll be playing for him. Their run game is always good. I think that helps out the pass, and I think you see a lot of option out of him as well. So I think as he gets it figured out, it'll probably be a little rocky for him, but I think that he has the ceiling to jump into the top 12. I'm not necessarily sure he will, but I think the ceiling is there, and it's that's my late-round guy. It's fair. It's fair. These are Man. dark horses. These are dark horses. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to take two. I'm going to take a guy that I think goes could get top seven. That's Derek Carr. Uh, I, I do, man. It, you know, top five, it completed air yards. He throws the ball. He throws the ball downfield. Raiders led the league in field goals made and field goals attempted last year. I think Devontae Adams is exactly what they need to move the chains, especially on third down on the other side of the field. Uh, you know, Derek Carr was was pretty poor in red zone passing attempts. Again, you get a major red zone target in Devontae Adams. I think he's the medicine the Raiders needed. Um, They've got an, super, got an abysmal uh, offensive line, though, and still do. Ab- abysmal, but you know what? Josh Jacobs can help pass block. Fair enough. Begs, super. I have a question for you on that. Yeah. Just just one little, little extra piece there. Uh how you feel about Derek Carr only throwing 30-plus touchdowns once in his career? Think he breaks that this year? Has he? I don't think he's had anybody in Devonta's stratosphere, man. He, he doesn't have the red zone target. That he has I now. mean, Devontae Adams, you're talking about top, what, three receiver in the league? Yeah, no. Easily. Very few guys have had that. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> that's what, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, Derek Carr is, is one of the most accurate uh, passers in the NFL. If you look at com- completion percentage, I think him and Devontae get it done, man. They're bros. I can you see pass the, the ball to your happens. bros. Some, you pass the ball to your bros. Some might, st- some might say, and I had to type it into my calculator, that only three guys have had top three wide receivers to deal with. Mm. And Derek Carr mm. is one of them now. There's no excuses. No excuses. None. No excuses. I, and, and I'm going to give you my super, super dark horse. Goni laughed at me earlier when I said this. I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, Hear that's me what out. I said. Hear me out, boys. Hear me out. Desmond, Desmond Ritter does not <laughs> see the field this year. There's no, there's Atlanta will not put a rookie on the field. You have Mariota, who is a good running quarterback. They're going to be playing from behind. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. There's no running game to speak of. There's no offensive line to speak of. Mariota, super dark horse. So, so just just to protect ourselves here, super dark horse. Super dark. Don't horse. draft them, snag them on the waivers, and put them like on the far side of your bench 
where the sun doesn't shine, <laughs> and then maybe in a bye week, depending on who his matchup is, he might be suitable for that week. Super yeah, darkness. you know, if you if you happen to just completely forget to draft a quarterback altogether, this, he's uh, he sounds like the man to have on your team. That's exactly right. But wait, boys, it's my turn. It's my turn for a dark horse, and I think this is a guy who can break into the top ten. Mm. Famous Jameis Winston. That man is a dog. He's got something to prove. He played. Uh, guys, I got I to gotta flex up a little bit because I, I'm a Buccaneers fan. And Jameis didn't do much for us, but I, but I, but I liked him. Okay? He's, he's always a throw-it-first kind of guy. Period. So he only played in seven games last year. And he threw 14 touchdowns. That's two touchdowns of games. Only three picks. And through those seven games, he had the best QBR in his entire career. So he's obviously improving. It's about time. I would have loved to see him do it in a Buccaneers uniform. But he's got a strong arm. He throws the piss out of the ball. He ain't scared to throw it in any situation. And he's making better decisions with his throws. Not to mention... We all know I love Chris Olave, planted the flag on him last week, but then they went out and got Jarvis Landry. They're giving him weapons. I think he's a dark horse with a very high ceiling that you should target later in drafts. Very late in drafts, if you're the type of fella to draft two quarterbacks, which personally I'm not, but I think think he's got every – opportunity and skill set to be a starting quarterback on fantasy rosters. So if you end up with Jameis Winston and Mariota as your two quarterbacks, do you feel good about it? No. <laughs> no. I mean you you probably have some good wide some really good wide receivers and running but like all your other positions yeah, why, will probably why would you be ever, pretty good. Why would you ever and end deep. in that? I want to know who the douchebag is that that drafted you said he's you said he's twice. twice can't say douchebag i want to know who the guy is that drafted 12 straight quarterbacks that forced you to draft marcus Mariota, and that guy needs to go on somewhere his name is brandon roberts Brandon, <laughs> shout out Brandon Roberts, who just, it's all trade bait. It's all trade oh, bait. That's fine. Uh, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. He did not make the playoffs that year. So if mm. you want to take, if you want trade bait, try not to get quarterbacks as trade bait because that doesn't work out very well. <laughs> Brandon Roberts. <laughs> closing yeah, closing thoughts, boys. That is our quarterback. Rankings. I'll run through them again real quick. We got Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, a Trey Lance dark horse, a Jameis Winston dark horse, and 
Derek Carr, man. And Derek okay, Carr. well, That's yeah, the, Derek Carr. Derek, yeah, Derek Carr. Carr, Dark Horse, yeah. And that was it. That was the only Dark Horses that we had. We had no other Dark Horses. <laughs> I've got a question for you guys as the closing uh, statements here. Which one of these guys in our consensus do you see most likely to drop out of the top 12? Who would you choose? Kyler Murray. Wayne? Mm. Oh, my gosh. See, uh, my, my, first, my first thought is Aaron Rodgers because he has no weapons, but it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers anyways. I think I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. I, I know I had him as the ceiling guy. He has oh, wow. uh, great potential, but I, it's, it's at the same – it's very volatile, man, very volatile. With him. I think he can be great. Or all the wheels can come off and he can drop out of the top 12 altogether. I mean, you sold him as a mix between Michael Vick and Joe Montana. I'm shocked to hear that. Man. <laughs> hey, man, it just depends um, on if you believe in him. If you believe in him, plant the flag, draft him there. He's capable of putting up great numbers. But at the same time, man, I, if you haven't seen enough out of him and you don't believe in the arm, then, you know, things happen. He can definitely drop out of the top 12. Bless America! The, what, that, what a closing statement! I really, we're gonna end this, and me and you got some conversations that we need to have. Mm. All right, uh, I believe that does it for us, gentlemen. A loud slam of my drawer to signify the closing. My belly's grumbling. I'm hungry. Uh, it's God, two fifty a.m. Perfect time for Waffle House. Uh, boys, anything? We good? We out of here? I think we're good, man. We're we didn't good. hear from the Roomba, man. No Roomba on the podcast. I, you know yeah, what? Yeah, no Roomba. It started going off, and I and I, I paused it. So that's I'm, professional, man. We're it's we're already getting better. It's we're already getting better, Mad Mob. Remember, follow us at Mad FF Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, post your questions. I'll try and help you out. We are on. We are on all major platforms now. By the way, we uh, we should be on on your favorite platforms. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. Of course, we're on RSS. Um, and, bl- and next up, next episode, running backs. Next episode, running backs. Well, that's a spicy one. I'm excited about running backs. I don't know if we're we're gonna. We spend a lot of time on on each player. Because we're only doing twelve quarterbacks, we're gonna we're gonna pound through the running backs. We're gonna pound through Ooh. them, and it's gonna be tough. But I think what are we doing? Top twenty five. Top twenty five sounds about right. Should we should we split it into two? We could. I'm, discussion, I'm just discussion for later. Ca- this, if if you have any opinions, Mad Bob, remember consistency. Weekly uploads. On Sundays, Mondays, Mondays. Mm. So you all have time. Let us know. And uh, until next time, Mad Mob, we're out. Later, guys.